pals. I know you hate it when I do that thing where I apologize and you just know I'm not really sorry or actually meaning the words I'm saying other than using them as a platform to get my point across. But in my defense, you're being kind of a jerk. And so I can apologize for my actions, but given that I feel they're justified in this case, I won't mean it this time either. Neil, when was the last time you got your point across? Well, don't, don't I do that on a, on a fairly regular basis on the podcast? You think so, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's never ready for the question. It's, the, it's so funny to me. Oh, I love it. It's like every minute um, is the first minute. That's the best. Can, well, when did I get my point across? Oh, I don't know, George. I really don't know. Um, I tried to, you know, I tried to get Tracy to, I said, I'm, 10 o'clock I'm recording, Tracy. You've got to be back home before then, right? So you can get yourself settled in your room, out the way. And that didn't happen. I thought I got my point across, George. So maybe this is not a good example because what time did she come back? She did not come back like, before 10 No, we're not going through the point place where we before. don't get your point across, Neil. That would well, be a very long podcast. I get, uh, there you go. Well, that's my, either way, George. There you have it. There's my answer. John, TJ, same question, except TJ, I would like you to answer in a very thick Italian accent. Um, what was the question? <laughs> When's the last time you got your point across? I know. Oh, last time? Okay, cool. The last time I got my point across? Uh, yes. It's when I ate the wine with the fish. <laughs> On a Christmas, we had ordered the meats. <laughs> uh, just for our listeners, I am part of an Italian uh, descent, so please don't send me any hate Not racist. at TJ Del Reno. <laughs> Not racist. Yeah. TJ. Before we recorded, we all established our, our lineages yeah. so that we yeah. knew who we could make fun of. Yeah. while being okay with that. Which is hashtag not racist. Exactly. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag not racist if you're part of partly yeah. that. So, you know, you just you shouldn't be racist and you know, I just wanted to ask yeah, you and tell you, you, uh, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the party, pal. See, I'm not Italian. That was racist. I apologize. Oh. Of course. <laughs> and uh Sean, what's yeah, uh, you t- your um, you can act and whatever accent. I want, you I want a thick thick German accent. <laughs> I, I'm, I, uh, I don't think a thick German accent, or or, or Sean, I, you could answer in I, mine. In my, I think, I th- I'm, I think I'm, I'm just going to do my regular accent. Okay, that's the only one I know. Um, but I it's think a Sean the, German accent. I, I think the last time I got my pot across was when uh, the point was that people should check out five minutes of mime. And, yes. and that was just now when I mentioned it. And I think, uh, I think people understand what I'm saying. And so I, uh, I got my point. Across. I think that is true. And that's oh. evidenced by George referencing that podcast just two seconds yeah. ago. Yeah. All right. Deserve some love. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, and welcome back listeners. It's always nice to have to diehard minute. Back. Minute 59. 59. Yeah, thank yeah. you for I coming I keep back. forgetting to remind them what podcasts they're listening to, even though they should no, know. It doesn't matter. They press play on it, George. They should know. I know. I just, it just feels, I feel like I'm in someone else's house. It's, it's I gotta like, you know, make sure I'm not moving their shit around. Oh, yeah. So minute 59, George, what's going on here in minute 59? We open this minute with someone not understanding what friend means and close a minute later with a whole bunch of guys stopping short. <laughs> yeah, so... We're, we're re- Wolfgang and I are really good friends, 
I interviewed him once. Yeah. Oh, God. That does not mean what you think it means, Richard Thorne. Yeah. Wait, Richard Thorne? Who's that? That's him. Thornburg. 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 Is it Richard? (laughs) It is a good one. Thornburg. Thornburg. Yeah. So thinking of like some big time chef who's got a a fancy restaurant in L.A., a, a, Mm. a city that's known for containing people that like to go out to eat. True. Mm-hmm. He's probably been interviewed many, many times. Oh yeah. oh yeah. So that he, you know, that he would remember this one local news <laughs> guy. Yeah, Weasley news guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I, I if doubt. Wolfgang I don't remembers think he him. Remember. It is because he goes, "Yeah, I don't like that guy." <laughs> well, what happened was Thor also, walked into Wolfgang's restaurant after the interview, and he said, "Shut it down." <laughs> Shut it down. This is a violation of EPA sanctions. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't well, care. It, the, the, there's a tie in there with the Twinkies. Oh, oh, oh that's they're... right. State Puff. Or it's the Twinkie. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah, right. That's the right. Size of the literally Twinkie. the Twinkie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stupid. Psychic energy in New York, the size of a Twinkie. Yeah. 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 Oh, the State oh, Puff. Twinkies are so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I really messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was perfect. That was. I think you got your uh, point. You're that. in New York. There's uh, no excuse for that. Hundred foot tall Twinkie that went through the city that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one steps on a church in oh, your town, okay. pal. All right. Well, no so one. so back to the minute. Yeah. We have yes. uh, again. This minute starts off with. Um, well, it's not a continuity error, but it's a little bit of a technical issue here. So we see the focus switches from uh, douchebag Thornburg. Yep. In the background to the police scanners in the foreground. Mm-hmm. And when they come into focus, the little red lights, the kind of kit light that's moving back and forth, yeah. that's supposed to stop when it fixes it. So what it's it's scanning various channels mm. looking for a signal. Uh. When we when we hear Carl saying, you know, God damn it now means now, yeah. Those lights should stop moving. It should rest on the channel where his signal is, but they don't. They keep moving even they while we moving. hear the voice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, what can you do with this movie? That was ADR'd in. What? Oh. What? And what is ADR? Additional. That is digital recording. <laughs> you get you, you, TJ. You've actually done that. You. you, you oh, tell I've, yeah. I've done a ton of ADR. I think it's additional. I think it's additional digital recording. I could be wrong. Is it? So I've done ADR. Additional digital ADR recording. Is, additional dialogue replacement. Oh, additional. There's a multiple. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's additional dialogue. No, I, I mean, a, I, I, there is. I think there's a handful of words that, like, terms. It all means the same thing. They just use different words for it. It's the most nebulous acronym in the movie industry. Oh. It's such a weird. So I've done ADR for. Uh, I did a web series called With Friends Like These, on, and it's a web series that me and my buddy are like uh, the odd couple, sort of. So I had to do ADR for our web series, which is like matching the – like you listen to your take, and then you kind of like either, you know, like, okay, well, I, can you give this like a little more oomph or like maybe end this with a question or this sounds messed up? And then I've done – like recently I did a French manga, which is like that, like I said two episodes ago. But I've done a lot of anime where you have to match the flap – Mm. So like oh. they beep you in. Match so it's the a, flap. You match the flap. I love flap. that. Yeah. So like when you have to... I, I thought this was going to be a PG. Oh well, <laughs> it's not. No, we could talk about matching the. Flap. But it's. it's I, I'm weird... writing it down right now. Write episode fifty nine. Match the match flap. Match the flap. <laughs> but you, it, what happens is they beep you in, so it goes like boop, boop, right. boop, and then you do your line. So uh-huh. we, it's weird. Um, but yeah, this is definitely ADR. But ADR, it's it's interesting. But ADR is so tricky. It's just it's such a weird thing. 
What what I want to know is within the continuity of the movie, uh-huh. is is this supposed to be the actual time when Al Powell is saying this whole bit? Yeah, of when course. we're hearing it through this radio because he's he yeah. just got out the car. Well, the weird thing you is, know, which is, is, well, what what? Yeah, this is the, during it happening. Here's the weird thing: I've worked for a cable company before. Mm. You wouldn't like the dispatch would just say. Uh, we have an officer that needs backup at blah, 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 blah. They wouldn't mm. play his... Well, yeah, yeah that, his that's the thing. thing. Like you wouldn't just... Pro- that's right. This is, the, this is a proprietary police channel. You would not play the actual no. conversation. You, you would go through the his dispatcher. Convers- yeah, you wouldn't repeat his... Con- it would just come over him saying, anyone in the area, I need backup right now. But it's like they're setting up, like, guys, this is what he said. It's like, click. This is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Because yeah. presumably that's what he was saying when he was driving backwards. Not yes. after right. he's got out of the car, right? So no. yeah, yeah. I didn't quite get how that played. Well, through. also, this I mean, this is all kind of like, you know, like over the course of eating, but it doesn't have to be like 100% linear. This could be playing back or referring – like he was listening – he was having this conversation while this conversation was happening. You know, know. And so he's just weird. like, you know, maybe just like yeah. a 10-second step back in time when he's in the car yeah. well, the versus belly flopping out. Wouldn't the words sound backwards to him? <laughs> Since Carl was driving, you murdered you, man. Yes, yeah, nep. You said the bitch. I'm right now. Ouchin, now ouchin. Yeah, he's so yeah, okay. he's um. All right, and then we cut to. We- we Lots of police cars being loud. Oh, before going. we do that, I just want to point oh, out that Richard Thornbrook's posture is awful. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He is just kind of like hunched over in that stool. Like, sit up, man. I also wanted to just You're point out um, a couple of movies that he's been in. William Atherton. Oh, oh you mean Thornburg? Thornburg. Uh, besides uh, Real Genius. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah, Ghostbusters of course. Uh, Sugarland Express, uh, Spielberg's first uh, directorial uh, movie. Um, he came back for the sequel for this, um, mm-hmm. and then it all kind of went yeah. down. You know, got from there. He was in Oscar with Sly, uh, oh, yeah, uh, John Landis one. And, Did not uh, win an Oscar. No, and he was in Biodome with. Paulie Shaw. Paulie Shaw. Shut ah. up. For Weasel. real connections. There you the go. Weasel and the Jews. Oh, that's right. He had he <laughs> but, had the goatee or he, he had the beard in it. There you go. Oh, oh so he was. A but bad he was also guy in he was one. also in Real yeah. Genius, which I think is a criminally underrated movie. Oh, that's oh, yeah, Real Genius. Awesome oh, with Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah Val Kilmer. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Yep. <clears throat> and he was also in uh, from 2012, Jersey Shore Shark Attack. Oh, oh, that's where I recognize him that's from. Right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and he's on the phone talking to Monica, and he still can't get a table at Spago. Oh, Spago, Spago. There's a, there's also, and then like as it goes, there's a lot of cops. Yeah, there's a lot of. Co- so, I mean, I, how long is how long, especially is for Christmas night? Here. Yeah, there's Christmas a lot Eve. of cops for Christmas Eve. There's a, these. I think these are a lot of cops where the in-laws are in town, yep. and they're just, they're just sitting by the radio, this. going, "Please get me out of this. Please house. give me a terrorist yeah. crisis. I need to get out." Yes. Yeah, there's so, so many. How, how long has has passed for these cars to turn up? Ten minutes, maybe five minutes. Uh, yeah, good five ten minutes, something yeah. like that. 
maybe. Usually backup For, takes a lot longer. I mean, when I was on the force, my days of the, on the force. Um, <laughs> 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 backup usually takes about 20 to 25 minutes. Well, it, it does for you, TJ. When I played a cop on CSI New York, that's, uh, yeah. that's about how long it took. Well, because, yeah, yeah but, but they couldn't have been too close because Carl wasn't, when they called in the original, you know, when, when uh, John made his original call and they asked someone to check it out, it seemed like Carl was like the only car in the area to respond yeah. to uh, to check out the original call. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so this this scene reminds me of, of two things. One, the Blues Brothers. Just it's just a flood, <laughs> tons of cars coming for for no apparent reason. I mean, as far as they know, there isn't anything that requires this level of response, but they're coming. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing it makes me think of is uh, Goodfellas. And the scene where Henry gets arrested and he, he kind of remarks like he knew they were cops because if they were wise guys, mm. I wouldn't have heard anything. You know, I, I just oh, would yeah. have been dead. Right, right. Hmm. That, yeah. you know, if, if there's something going on, you know, maybe they want to, you know, not let the bad guys know who they are, oh. where they are, how many of them are. <laughs> like, they're so obvious. Hello, we're police. Here we are. Do you yeah. know where yeah, right. part of it's like overwhelming force type thing? Like, OK, we have 27 cop cars out here something serious and so then the people who are they are there for feel like okay we should probably take this into consideration oh you know what's funny speaking of what you're talking about i looked on the um internet movie database uh dot com website that's a thing (laughs) yeah it's a thing and i looked at the trivia and um a code two which is what carl winslow i'm always going to call him that which is what carl winslow (laughs) called in his name that's an emergency that require it's an emergency where you're not supposed to use the sirens Oh really? <laughs> Literally, Beautiful. a code two means don't use your siren when you pull up, and they all use their sirens. Yeah, they couldn't more use the sirens. How bananas is that? They're bananas. But think of it. I mean, they probably if you had, had extra sirens they put on Freddy's yeah. car just to make sure they, you know, were even louder. Yeah. Oh, they did but a it, bunch. Yeah. No I mean, but if sirens. you had a siren and lights and everything on your car, wouldn't you just any excuse? Oh know, yeah, you flip it on. They also had the windows down there yelling out siren noises out of their windows. Oh, and then also, uh, just because I'm looking at that thing for a second, but we mentioned last episode that Bruce Willis, because uh, Sybil Shepard got pregnant, he worked in this movie. It says Uh Bruce Willis was also shooting moonlighting concurrently. Willis would shoot his television series in the day and then come to the Fox lot, which is the Nakatomi building. Mm -hmm. And they charged themselves rent for that, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, and he would come here and shoot at night. That's why all the scenes are at night. Okay, go on. All right. Ah. Wow. <clears throat> wow. I mean, people probably said this. I mean, there's pro- one of the minutes pod people before us probably we're probably repeating all this information fifty-seven times. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so then it's oh. all the cop cars, and then they got a little clip next? of Ellis going. I never thought I'd yeah. like to hear that noise. <laughs> oh. <Ellis. laughs> He's such uh, a he's such an '80s skeeve with a rat face. He's got a little rat face. Yeah, <laughs> rat face. He's got that beard, like like uh, back uh, in the day when it wasn't cool to have a beard. Anyone with a beard was a bad guy. Yeah, but in, you know what? If you're gonna have a beard, have a beard. Like this yeah. is just it's it's not a full beard. It's just like he didn't shave for a week. Yeah, he just let beard. it go. And never never thought uh, I'd love to hear that sound. Oh, <laughs> God, such a creep. <laughs> He's such a. I, I hate yeah. him. Does ever like, everybody like you know? I guess spoiler alert for a future minute. But when he gets it, everyone cheers, right? Oh, you're like no one. Yes. No Hans, Bubby, I'm your white <laughs> knight. It's like oh, you're not. Yeah. Oh. He's as hateable as um. He's as hateable as uh. What's his face from um in uh in Aliens? 
Paul Reiser. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 He's yeah. as hated as Paul. Burke. Like you hated Burke. Easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Aliens. Big time. And it's like Big it's time. like they always have these one characters that are just that you're like ugh. Yeah, but Burke's character is a little bit more like hey, you know, I'm just doing my thing, whatever, yeah. whatever, until he turns out to be a total douchebag. Yeah, which is right. This yeah. guy is like yeah. from the moment he steps on screen, he just yeah. it's like he's oozing cocaine from his pores. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's constantly shoving his finger and t- rubbing at his gums, being like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the whole like little. Mold aged brie, mold wine, yeah. you don't yeah. aged brie. Brie is a, typically a fresh cheese. You don't age brie, you idiot. Yeah. Right. So we get yeah. a little, cl- we get a little clip of him, and then we get Alan. This is Alan Rickman's first movie. You said, yeah, yeah. He had role. done, he, you know, he had done TV. He had oh. done uh, stage, but in terms yeah. of yeah, Hollywood movie stuff, this is uh, the first Ooh. one. That's delicious. What? Yeah, yeah, and he was he was worried about getting typecast as a bad guy. And yep. then uh, I think he ended up getting typecast as a bad guy for at least <laughs> yeah, a little while. But he's oh, it's so good. He's so the good. The casting he's is so good in this in genius. this role. Genius casting. Yeah, it's just uh, like Hugo Weaving. Like I was watching Matrix One and Two last night just because I wanted to, and like I don't know mm-hmm. why I'm defending that movie. Um, <laughs> it's like I wanted yeah, to. Like you guys <laughs> are gonna make fun of me good. for watching for watching the Matrix, but the Matrix. Yeah, no. Rules and um, hash, how, shout out to the Matrix Minute if there is yeah, one. Matrix there is. Minute. Oh yeah, there is. Oh good. Um, but Hugo Weaving also. It's being done doing... by two brothers in Croatia. So oh, are they both you. pale with dreadlocks? Uh, they're not dreadlocks, but they are both pale. Oh, okay. Phil and I think Phil has but... long hair. <laughs> Just like those two. But Hugo Weaving also stopped doing. He was afraid of being typecast as a villain, and he was for a while. Mm. And then he, and well, then, then he, he likes was Elrond for like twenty-seven years. He was, and, but I think, I think, like, yeah. I think he fought to get that role because I think before that he was like Megatron. He was like Mr. Anderson, but he was always like these villains. And I, I remember reading it somewhere. He was like, I don't want to do villains anymore. So well, I think Hugo like, Weaving, I mean, in in the world's defense, is a creepy mother. He person. is. He's very creepy. Versus very like creepy. you know, versus like uh, Hans Gruber is just. He's just a slick dude. He is. He's yeah, a, he's a smooth operator. Uh, uh, yeah. The other, the other great villain he did, of course, was um, was the sheriff, of, sheriff of Nottingham in right, yeah. Prince of Thieves, which is another delicious role in Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and he Prince he really he, he really makes that movie. Yeah, that that movie is yeah. nothing without Alan Rickman. That was as far. I mean, Die Hard, yes, when I was younger, but that was probably the movie I remember him most from because yeah. I think his characters are so different that this and Hans Gruber is so ingrained into this movie that whereas you don't really have Die Hard without Hans Gruber, but you also don't have Die Hard without Bruce Willis or, you know, Bonnie Bedelia or everybody. Yeah. Is it Bonnie Bedelia? Uh, Yeah. yeah. But with but I mean, Robin Hood, you basically have him and well, okay, Morgan Freeman. And without those guys, the movies kind of sucks. But Mm -hmm. other everyone else is interchangeable. You really can do anybody else and not really care. So he no. stands out much more as a, uh, the the, yeah. the pinnacle of that movie for me. Yeah, he definitely yeah. does. I love The Office. Also has like you know the the crappy bamboo kind of tree, and then there's like a a, a lamp that's garbage. I love looking at the sets, but like I love looking oh, at yeah. like all the yeah. So okay, yeah. just on sets, do you know what the entire atrium is supposed to be modeled after? What? Where are all the hostages being held? That's supposed to be. The set designers had it in their head that the um, Japanese corporation came over here, built this awesome tower, yeah. and are so in love with American culture and history that 
the, their their mindset was they basically bought Frank Lloyd Wright's Falling Water, the house, oh. disassembled it, oh, transported yeah. it to the atrium, and reassembled it in the atrium, and just in like various new ways. So that's supposed to be modeled after Falling Water. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. They bought the house. There's, they modeled the, it that, after yeah, the house. Yeah, in, in their mindset, is like that's what the Japanese did. They bought this American Got landmark, okay. took it to this place, and built it back up together. Wow. But like, oh, you know, that's deconstructed. A great, that's a good one. Let me see. That's a good one. The lobby? Then, then? Yeah. Which gets blown to shit in like 30 minutes, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler. Stick around, folks. <laughs> well, I, I like the shot we get of Hans Gruber because it's kind of like you're sitting at the desk and you're looking at him. You're looking at him. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got yeah. the two guys, one standing yeah. up on the left, one sitting down on the right. Carl's on the right, I think, sitting down. Carl uh, Hungus there. It's, yeah. it's, like you're, yeah. it's like you're there in the room sitting at the desk and he's talking to you. And he, he, he's got that lovely line, and it's a great line delivery, of course, where he says, and... As it happens, necessary. Necessary. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he, he might as well just smirk and like twist, twiddle his mustache. It's like this, this is part of great, the plan, This is boys. such a sign of good writing because he moves the plot along. He gives you a peek into what's going on as a backup plan, but just enough to make you go, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Like normally, you don't want the cops there. You don't want anybody there. But but it, it definitely heightens the stakes because it tells you something more is going on here because they're totally happy with the cops being there yeah. versus yeah. freaking out. And there's just enough smugness to mm-hmm. to not make you think he's a prick, right? There's not too much smugness. Just enough to make you think, "Ha, you you know what's going on, Hans. It's all it's all." There's part of your nothing plan. I like better than a very very likable villain. Yeah, it's it, it could have so easily gone too far though, couldn't it? But he's yeah. just so masterful in it. He he, all of his deliveries just are the right side of that line, and you've got to. You, you got to take your hat off to him for that. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> this lobby oh. was based oh. on Frank Lloyd Wright's oh. house. Falling water. Falling water. <laughs> enjoy it for Did the rest you know? of your lives. <laughs> enjoy it until one of us shoots you because there's a fly in the ointment, a pain in the ass. <laughs> yippee kaye, mother. Nope. Yippee kaye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get my subtitles working so I could read this. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm very go. sorry, Hans. I did. Yeah, so we go, we go. Uh, the, actually, the, we got that shot from like the seating position at the desk. Then it cuts yeah. to because because uh, McLean gets on the radio and it cuts to just above the desk. We see the guy on the left. And I don't know his name. What a beautiful head of hair he's got. Oh, so oh yeah, oh yeah, so pretty. Oh, yeah. Isn't it's like that... feather just right? Oh, stunning, absolutely stunning. I think so, like, the kind nice, of hair, kind of like light auburn. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's the only, it's the hair you only get, I think, with with nineteen eighties European males. And he has some Aquanet in there. Yeah, blow dry. Aquanet. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Aquanet, terrible hair product. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, and then and then we get the old the, 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 right at the start, Sorry, the, the back and forwards between, between yeah. yeah between Hans and McLean. So our, our and next minute is going to be banter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. I got the subtitles. Yeah, I can't wait. And right, like the last <laughs> shot of this minute, McLean from the back. Now you tell me if that was ever a white vest. 
That's how much he's gone through, and it's a tank top, no Neil. No way. It cannot cover entire, every single fabric. That's not even remote. Have you ever tie-dyed something, Neil? No, but he didn't do that. Just imagine he just, tie-dying he it in dirt and grime vent. and sweat and blood. Oh, I'm sorry, Neil. It's not filled with beans. <laughs> <laughs> and smooth pickle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say this. To Neil's defense, I noticed that when I used to watch this that I, I was like, God, his shirt goes from white to, to like yeah, dark it does brown. change. It does change but I, but I know it's supposed to be dirty, but I think to Neil's defense, it's a little too dirty. I think I'm on Neil's side on this. It's too, as, as, too as, dirty. As a wise man once said, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's, it's, he's been through a lot this, yeah, so far this evening. Yeah, it always fun. does go from like a white to like a little dirty white to dark, just dark. beigey, yeah, olive drab. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's a green fest. I'm excited for the banter on the next episode. I can't wait. All right. Well, let's get on to that. Let's get to it. uh, You guys are right to come back tomorrow. Everyone coming back tomorrow for Friday? For banter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got one little thing for for this minute. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, And it's very little, but I I missed it. I forgot two minutes ago, so I'm going to bring it back here. By all uh, means. With that shot uh, from behind, Mm. we can see a little bit on McLean's wrist. The uh, the list the names of the uh, terrorists slash criminals that he's bombing, oh, yeah. and uh-huh. there's yeah, there's that. a better look of it in, in fifty seven, but I forgot to mention it then. So okay. he's got his watch turned out. around like on the inside, which I always thought was weird. That's yeah. just how cool he is, you know. I I, I never understood that. I'm like, a, you know, flip it over the whole inside thing. Yeah. What what is it about the list, Sean? Is it just that it's there? Yeah, just that it's there. Well, because I think it's a, another. It's a I don't know if it'll come up in in our one remaining minute. Later on, it's gone. The, oh, there's there's right. some scenes where it's not oh, there, so there's some issues no. there. But at least here in this scene, we oh, can maybe see. Maybe he wiped it off on his dirty vest. Yeah, yeah made it more dirty. <laughs> <laughs> he had one yeah. white spot. Like, nope, yeah, that, that won't do. <laughs> that one yeah. last white bit. <laughs> yeah. Can't have that's that, funny. can we? Yeah, All right, good stuff. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, and uh, why, do we, why do we, because we didn't do it last time, why don't we tell the listeners where they can find us? Sean, True. do you want to go first? I would love to go first. So uh, you can find me in the past at uh, Spinal Tap Minute, mm-hmm. and that's at SpinalTapMinute.com. And you can find me in the present at 5MinutesOfMime.com. Now, Sean, are you going to do yes, another sir. movie by minute movie? Uh, I will. Oh. Uh, I've actually got a couple things in the works. So actually, not too uh, not too far into the future when this comes out, I'm um, doing a little thing that we're calling National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Date. Yep. There we are. Oh. Um, and so with my buddies uh, Christopher Dennis and Pete Mummert, we're covering the movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. But rather than breaking it down by minute, we're going to break it down by day. The action of the movie happens over the course of about two weeks. And we're going to cover each section on the actual day of the month of December that the movie occurs. Beautiful. And then we'll, that'll culminate on uh, tying into Die Hard. Uh, the final scene of that movie occurs on Christmas Eve. And that's nice. when that podcast will close up. So uh, Just like oh. Gremlins as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so keep an ear out for that. Fantastic. George, Gremlins uh, finishes on Christmas Day. Well, yeah, but the final big scene is Christmas Eve. <laughs> but that's not oh, what you just... I didn't know that. 
but there you go anyway. Hey, you yeah. want to get into the timeline you, now? Don't Let's talk get, about the timeline. Don't start George on the timeline. <laughs> I will talk about the timeline. <laughs> TJ, uh-huh. where can the good listeners find you? Um, so coming soon will be the Elm Street Minute, which is Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Um, I have a radio show that's a video game comedy show called Unlimited Lives Radio with Crystal oh, yeah. Beth and John Robert Wilson, who do the fifth element. And then you can find me on all social media at TJ Del Reno, D E L R E N O, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all right. and everything. Now, TJ. Yes. When I was about eight years old, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street, and I probably shouldn't have because I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep with the, without the light being on and the door open for yeah. about two months, oh, and yeah. it scared the bloody bejesus out of me. It's great. And mm-hmm. I've never watched it since, so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to listen to your show. You need <laughs> Listen, I, all I have to say to you is you should watch it because... I just got to say to you, welcome to the party, pal. (laughs) (laughs) You need to face your fears, Neil. Yeah, face them. Get in front of them at last. 30 years years later. (laughs) It's not a problem for me anymore. I'm just fearing it might rekindle all these problems. I'm past. I'm beyond the middle. She's like, you had to watch that movie. Uh, You had to watch that movie. uh, Boy, and George, all right, where where can they find us, George? Uh, they can find us at the Mogwai Minute on iTunes and come to our Facebook page to talk about us there. And in slight tangentially, um, I also – so TJ does Unlimited Lives Radio with uh, Crystal Beth and John Will- Robert Wilson. Mm. And every Tuesday night, I play D&D with John Robert Wilson and Crystal Beth on Unlimited Lives Radio plays D&D. And you can see that streaming on Twitch. Just look for that. And um, every Tuesday night, we play. Wow. Wow. Nice. Wow. You boys know how to. Universe is coming together, nice. man. We're colliding. So <laughs> yeah, we're like TGIF. We're like just merging. <laughs> oh my god! I'm perfect strangers, uh, and yep. uh, your and family if, matters. Yep, our if, family if, matters. And if that excitement isn't enough for your listeners, come back on Friday yep. tomorrow for minute sixty of the Die Hard Minute. Die Hard, Die Hard Minute. minute. Yeah. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it.